Welcome to the Dietitian Values Podcast, a space for conversations that go beyond lip speak, challenge the status quo, and hopefully create a space where we can learn and unlearn in connection and community. Join me, Laura Jean, accredited practicing dietitian, as I brained up my thoughts, chat with insightful guests, and create a space where we'll probably end up with more questions than answers, but also a space for encouraging and inspiring accountable action. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dietitian Values Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about work-life balance. It's something that's thrown around so much, particularly in the business world and if you're an entrepreneur, and it's often like, I suppose, put up at this idea, this kind of holy grail to find this balance, to achieve it, um, something for us to strive towards. And often people, you know, we can look from the outside in on other people's businesses or other people's lives and think, oh, yeah, they've got the balance right or not. We can judge ourselves. We can judge our partners. We can judge other people um, around whether they do or do not um, have that you know, so-called balance right. And often we can spend a lot of time and energy um, and frustration and stress can come from trying to reach this mythical point. So I want to talk a little bit about work-life balance and I want to add some extra thoughts to this conversation. There are so many conversations that have been had on this, posts on it, podcast episode, whole books bloody written on it. And what I share may not be something new for you, but I think it's something a little bit different. And it's, again, you know, running it through a values-driven filter, your values, of course, and thinking about what work-life balance, um, if that's something that is even, does it even exist? Um, So there's two parts to this piece. One is the work-life bit and one is the balance bit. And I want to talk about both of those aspects and give you just some thoughts, some pieces, maybe some extra things to add to this. If you're somebody who's looking for that idea of work-life balance, or if it's something in the back of your mind, I need to have more of um, more of that. <clears throat> okay, so the first piece, work-life. We first up come with, or we're, you know, even just in this first bit, the first hurdle with this whole concept of work-life balance. And look, I'll give it away from the start. I don't think it, I think it's bullshit. I think the idea of work-life balance is bullshit, right? So I'm going to be super clear on that from the start, right off the bat, as uh, good old Shante Kofu would say on the Movement Maestro uh, podcast, um, is that it's bullshit. And it's bullshit just even within the terminology used because work-life, just as a phrase, work is not separate than your life, right? You don't have like hours of existing that can be spent on work and hours existing that can be spent on life. Like it's all life. You have one life. You're living one life. And inside that life that you're living, you have commitments to many things, one of those things is work. So even just the whole idea of work-life balance creates this idea that work sits outside of life, that it's not part of life or that it's like um, separate to everything else. And you might, it might be better. I mean, maybe it's just for most people like short shorthand for like work, work life and personal life. But I just think even the way that the phrasing is, it sets us up to all of a sudden – 
think of work as being one, this different thing, but also like work being equal to every other thing that goes on in our life, like that all of the other pieces of us as humans existing in this world are equal to work, right? So that we're finding this point where everything we are as a human is equal to work. Work is so important, such a big thing that it is equal to everything else we do. I mean, I just think that sets us up. And firstly, I think it's like, if we think of it through a capitalist values lens, it's creating this idea that work is is like so important, such a big thing that it exists outside of all of the other pieces of our life, but also that by itself it equals the importance level of everything else. So it's already setting us up to, you know, if we want to think about it of achieving or failing, because that is obviously what a balance, this balance is about, right? Because you either achieve it or you're not, right? It's already setting us up to fail because work is just one thing amongst many that you have to do. And the idea that it is equal to everything else also sets us up to be never like, you know, for this to be completely unachievable because so many commitments that we have, all of the other things you have to do in your life are going to take up so much more time and so much more effort and resources than what is presented by having it sitting here next to work. So like on one side of the scale, because if we think about balance, you know, it's, it's, it's equaling it out. So on one side's work and on the other side's like, everything else you have to do. So even if we thought that we could get to this static point, and we'll talk about the faultiness of the word balance in a minute, the idea that work would be that, you know, you would spend, so basically what it means is that then you would spend 50% of your effort, 50% of your time, your existence on work. So let that sit for a sec. If we ever achieved work-life balance, the idea of it, like the um, you know the external, not your own nuanced individual definition, but I'm just sort of saying this whole thing as a concept, then we would be spending 50% of our energy, time, resources, money, sleep, you know, um, waking hours um, or just even hours in our day because sleep would obviously be on our life piece, right? So sleeping and everything else we have to do is on the other side so that work would be 50% of all of that. So that is the first hurdle for me is that like the whole concept is faulty from the beginning because we don't, one work doesn't exist outside of your life. It's part of, and even if it, I don't even know, it's not even possible. Even if we just suspended reality and we thought, well, no, no, Laura, it's work life and personal life. Already what we're saying is that they should be 50, they should be equal, equal. I don't know about you, but I do not want to be spending 50% of my time and energy and efforts on work. And I don't. Um, And we could also, I mean, you know, we could expand the idea of work. We could say, okay, well, that includes, so for me as a stay-at-home mom, it includes the the unpaid labour that I do and things like that. But we all know that that is not included. (laughs) And also that that counts as like all those life things, you know, those extra things that you just have to do in the idea of work-life balance conversation, not in my idea, not in my values-based living, but that is what comes up. So If you are striving for some sort of quote-unquote balance, let's first ditch this whole idea of work versus life. One, work is part of life. It's inside of your life. It's just one of the many things that you are doing. And even if we separated it out and we just said, okay, no, that's work-life, personal, non-work life, do you want work to be 50% of everything that you do, like this mythical balance point? I know I don't. Anyway, maybe you do, in which case get on with your bad self and, and go for it. So let's, so that's the first piece. So what are we really looking for? 
what I think can be more helpful is to be thinking of, and I've talked about the difference between our values and things we value, right? The play, and they're the, so our values are how we act and the things we value are the places we act them out. So the things we value could be work, it could be community, it could be family, it could be friends, it could be, um, they're the spaces where we act out our values. So rather than having a balance between our work and our life, which I just can't even say it because it's just so ridiculous because work is not separate from what we do and who we are. Um, it doesn't define us, but it is part of like what we spend our time and energy on. Um, sometimes it does define us, but we can do some work on that. Uh, but that's not the topic of today's podcast, so I won't go on a tangent. Um, so if we're thinking about it from the point of view of like, you know, trying to find some sort of like priorities I suppose then what I would think about is instead of thinking about as work versus life is actually think about all of the spaces where you want to put energy so it might be in your business it might be in your friendships or you might group friends and family um, as relationships you know personal relationships or close relationships or um, nourishing relationships whatever your values driven space um, or definitions you know you can use your values to help you guide you on figuring out what these priority spaces are and one might be business one might be family one might be you know yourself like so your relationship with yourself um, your physical and mental well-being all of those pieces so think about those priority areas so rather than think of it like work life which doesn't even exist um, but even if we think about like personal life versus work life thinking about breaking it down because Unless you really do want to spend 50% of all of your time, energy, resources, attention on work and 50% on your non-work aspects of your life and you want to group all of them together. But, you know, I don't want to do that. If I was going to spend 50% of my time and energy somewhere, it's on myself. If I was going to split anything down the middle, it's 50% on me and then 50% on work, family, relationships, all those other pieces, right? That's If I was going to put 50% anywhere, it would be 50% on myself. So think about that. And you don't have to have a percentage divvy up, right? I was just using that as an example. Um, but thinking about your priorities, you know, your values, different priorities. If work is not, I mean, there's aspects, obviously, we're in businesses, we're building our businesses as tools to build the world we want to be part of, to build the life we want to live. So it is part of that. And, you know, I'm really passionate about the work that I do. Um, so I do want that, but it doesn't have to be work as far as like employment um, or that kind of piece, but it's like work as in the, the, um, the effort, the information, the sharing and the support that I put into the world. Like that's how I think of my work, not as in like I go to a job. But anyway, I digress. So firstly, think about it outside, like start thinking of it outside of the work life piece and start thinking about it as part of the spaces you value, the things, the components of your life, right? And you've probably seen the, um, I think it's called the wheel of life or the life wheel. There is one where it like has it divided up. It's like a pie, like a big circle, and you get to choose the the priorities or the areas. So you can do this, you know, you can draw a big circle and like divvy it up like a pie basically, and then you put in each of those pieces of the pie, like what that is. So one might be your business, one might be, you know, your physical well-being, mental well-being, one might be your relationship, your personal relationships, one might be like, um, you know, um, community, um, groups that you're part of. And so you have them looking at that. And then, so that's the first piece. So thinking about it broader than just work versus life, which obviously we've just gone through why that 
doesn't really work. But yeah, thinking about that whole idea. So if you are going to be striving for some sort of, I'm just going to use the word balance for now because we're going to we're going to dissect that one in a second. If you are going to be striving for some sort of quote unquote balance, at least get super clear on all of the areas of your life, including work, that you are wanting to put time, energy and resources in. All of the spaces where you want to act into your values. So broaden that piece out. Now let's talk about balance. <clears throat> okay, so the definition from the dictionary is a balance is equal is when you create um, a, a point of reaching equal or correct proportions. So straight off the bat, uh, we've got correct, which tells you there's one way to do things, a right way or a non-right way. And seriously, this is supremacy culture values. It's white supremacy 101, like that there's one way, there's a binary, that there's a good or bad or right or wrong, right? So if they're the default values that you want to be living by, then you know, feel free to continue to listen to the podcast or stop right now. If they're not the values you want to be lived by, then we really need to be thinking about this word that we're using. And we need to think about what we're up to. In the definition of that word, we already have these judgments coming in and that whole idea of those external values. And this is the thing about words, and I'm not going to get on this soapbox too far um, and go for too far down tangent, but this is why it's so important to redefine the words you use through your own values, because you can see with that definition that it's steeped in our cultural values of correct, like there's a right or wrong. Um, and so I don't have that. And so what is the kind of word that you want to use to define what you're going after? So that's one piece of that. Get super clear on what word. So maybe it's more like harmony. Um, maybe it's more like the word I use is tilting. Um, and I first came across it on um, the Slow Your Home podcast. I think it's it's Brooke um, McAlary, I'm pretty sure her name is, many years ago now. And um, she introduced me to this idea of tilting versus um, balance. Um, and I like that word for a couple of reasons. One, um, I think it it kind of like straight away the word actually, it gives me an embodied sense of what I'm really doing, where I'm moving. It's a dynamic movement from different areas of my life, moving my energy, time and resources into my business, moving it into um, my my own stuff, my own health, my own well-being, moving it into support for my kiddos or into connecting with um, people through relationships. So it gives me a really embodied, um, like I can picture it. And even now as I'm using the word and I'm talking about it, I'm moving my body, I'm tilting forwards and backwards and sideways and things. I So I really like that word myself. You could use the word balancing, right? Um, so it's the first piece of it is to recognize that the definition of balance, like finding this one point, is just bullshit in itself. And, and and the definition of it is really based in supremacy culture values, like a right or wrong way to do things. Like you can find balance or you can't, right? So first stop is really get clear on whatever word you want to use. Turn it into a verb. Turn it into something that you do. Because you if you are trying to find the way of sharing your resources, time, energy into the parts of your life that are important to you, it's going to be something that is dynamic. It's not going to be a static thing. You're not going to get to this point where you're like, right, I put 30% of my energy here, 70% over here. Oh, that's it. That's 100%. I can count. Let's just say 50% over here, 30% there, 10% there, 10% there, and there. Good. Great. And then once I've achieved that balance, quote unquote, I've, you know, I'm, I'm tick. I'm, I'm giving my gold star already. So thinking about that and thinking about that, it's going to be dynamic. So, you know, for me, if I use myself as an example, 
I have young kiddos, like my youngest kiddo is two and a half. A lot of my time and energy goes into my kids because of that, of the age that I'm in with them. And it's physical energy, right? It's time. It's 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 watching them. It's, it's actually being 100%, you know, on as far as like supervising them, wiping bums, changing nappies. Like it's this real hands-on physically um, resource intensive time and emotionally and mentally too. Don't get me wrong, but there'll be some t- ages in as we go through where they might be, they might still be just as emotionally and mentally um, resource intensive, but not as much physically, right? So I won't have to necessarily be. I hope it gets to a point where I'm not wiping bums, right, for the rest of my life. I'm sure it will end, um, but there's those times, and so so the energy and the resources I'm tilting into kiddos is going to be different. Even just in that, like even if nothing else changed in my life, that's going to change. That's going to shift how much they need my physical presence um, and things like that. With your business, when you're in the startup phase, when you're really building things, or when you're in launch mode, or when you are trying to grow and build things, then you use a lot more energy than when you are coasting, when you are just saying, hey, I'm really comfortable with where I'm at or when you are seasonally shifting. So for example, for me in my business right now, when I'm recording this, it's springtime is coming in Australia and I have a big garden. You know, if you're just new to the podcast, you've been here a minute, you know that, but if you're just new, I really love gardening. And so I've purposely planned through my year, not to actually have anything going on at this time of year. I'm not launching anything. I'm not doing anything new because that is where I want to tilt. That's where I want to spend my resources, my energy and my time is in getting my gardening stuff up. If I was to create, um, you know, be, be also scheduling something that was really resource intensive in my business, it's not going to end well. I'm one human with a set amount of resources. The resources that I have are... In at any one time, you know, it's a set amount. Like I just can't add, get extra, pull extra energy when I need it. Like, you know, a cup of coffee is not magical or iced coffee as I, for me. Um, and sometimes sleep is elusive because did I mention those small kids? Um, so you can't just add in extra resources just because there's something else you want to do. And so if I'm tilting, then I'm tilting into where my priorities are. So for me, this time of year, it's my garden. I'll be very honest with you. This is my priority right now. <laughs> In this time of year is my garden. Just planted my tomato seeds yesterday. Very exciting. Um, there'll be other times where it's my business. So when I'm launching my six-month program, Radical, um, when I'm talking about that, that's where I'm doing it. And do you know when I do that? I do that in February, which is my launch period. The, the program starts in March. But I do it in February because my kiddos have gone back to school. They're on school holidays here in Australia. Summer holidays end at the end of January. So they're back at school. So I'm not tilting as much into that. And the garden is kind of like going, okay, once March hits, it gets pretty busy with preserving and, and things like that with harvest and, and setting up for the the autumn um, and winter garden. But anyway, this isn't a podcast about gardening. You don't need to know the gardening color. But I'm just giving it as an example of what I've scheduled to be able to tilt into, to be able to have the resources available for the things that I want to be doing at any one time is by actually getting super clear on one, what are the things that are really important to me? Where do I want to show up in my values? Being super honest with myself about my resources that I have available and not just available because I don't need to spend 100% of all of the resources I have available onto work or onto this other thing. Um, And I don't need to spend 100% of my resources across all the areas that are important to me. 
in my life. I can, I can keep some in reserve. And actually one of my values is a wise use of resources, which includes conservation of resources, me as a resource, my time and energy. I don't need to be going at 100%. I don't need to be pushing myself to the edge of burnout and utilizing that. I can rest. I can sit down with my iced coffee and a book. Um, or a gardening YouTube video <laughs> aside, um, when, you know, it doesn't always have to be into doing. So even the idea that work-life balance, like having things in correct proportions, like you have to use everything up, right, um, that it has to be balanced across things is even, that's even part of this whole BS of it because you don't have to use up all the resources you have available. You don't have to use all your time and all your energy into all of these parts of your life and so that at the end of the day, tick your ledges, you know, cleared and you've balanced it all and you've found this perfect point. So the whole thing's fucking bullshit from the work, the idea of work life to the idea of balancing. And so what would I suggest or what do I strive for is values-based living, knowing my values, knowing my resources, me as a human, my capabilities, knowing the areas of my life that are the priorities for me, the spaces I want to show up in my values, how that changes for me on a day-to-day basis, on a seasonal basis, and bringing that together and making a clear choices for myself on day-to-day, minute-by-minute, season-by-season basis around where I am tilting. And I use the word tilting, like I said, you find your own word of where I'm tilting. What will tell me if I'm tilting too far into something for me, not too far like that there's a right or wrong, too far for me for this season of my life or this season of the year is how I feel in myself, is my well-being, my physical well-being, my mental well-being, my my emotional well-being it's the it's the connection the depth of connection and communication happening in my relationships there's all of these values driven indicators this feedback i will get from my own values based living that will tell me if i am tilting if i am finding the values um sweet spot or the values if i'm actually just showing up in my values you know so for me it's less about finding a balance it's something that's dynamic and it's really just an ongoing choice an ongoing process because the process is the point um and i'll link to my podcast episode i did about that it's actually ongoing making choices and choosing how i want to show up where i want to show up and what level of resources i want to use for any of those areas so that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. Firstly, the idea of work life and work being separate and work having to equal 50% of all of this. I mean, it's for you to decide, but kind of seems a bit like bullshit to me. Um, and then the idea of balance. The definition itself is rooted in supremacy culture values of their idea of there being a correct quote unquote or an equal like proportion that you can hit. Um, and so really get clear on how you define words and find a word that works for you. And I really encourage you to think of a dynamic or an acting word, like a verb, because whatever this thing is that we are all working towards is changing and it's dynamic and it's not a single point. Um, and at the end of the day, I feel like it's a, it's, it's where we spend our resources, where we decide to make choices and put our attention. Um, and our attention might be our physical attention or just our mental attention, our emotional attention, where we're putting that. And the place we can come back to, to guide that are our values. Um, are you living in alignment with your values? So versus rather than trying to strive for your work-life balance, 
I aim for a life that's aligned with my values and I offer that up for you as an alternative if you would like one. Okay, as always, I'm always keen to hear your any questions, comments, concerns you might have from this one where I might have missed something or missed the mark. Or if you just want to continue the conversation, head on over to at Dietitian Values over on Instagram or feel free to send me an email, laura at dietitianvalues.com. If you feel like this is something that other people should know about or a conversation that you want to keep having with humans in your community and people you're in connection with, then please feel free to share this episode. Um, sharing the episode and spreading these ideas and thoughts in this conversation um, is how we, I suppose, change things or how we just start talking about things in a different way and how we can show up for ourselves and you know the change we want to see in the world um, through our values. Okay, so until next time, I'll chat to you again soon. But until then. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you and the time you've given to me. If you like what you heard, please share it with your dietitian besties and subscribe on your platform of choice. Want more like this? Come follow along and continue the combo on Instagram where I hang out at Dietitian Values. I'm so grateful for you and the opportunity to connect. Have a good one. Catch you next time on the Dietitian Values Podcast. The Dietitian Values Podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the Ngambri and Ngunnawal people. I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging.